everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. Uh, we are really excited to be here today to talk about our fall harvest films and give our little recap of what we thought of them. Uh, but before we started, I wanted to uh, take a little moment and uh, to give a little statement about our friend Sherry, who has passed away. And uh, she was such a wonderful uh, part of the Hallmarkies community. She listened to every single episode of our show. She was uh, meticulous about uh, keeping up to date on all of the different movies. She knew every single details for us, writing, directing, everything. And she was such a great resource to me. And she really kept me, <laughs> kept me uh, on my toes uh, that I had to really uh, know my stuff. And if I got something wrong, she definitely would let me know. <laughs> I was like, what did you say that for? And I'm like, oh, sorry. Um, and she was so generous with her time, uh, especially uh, in when I was kind of doing the podcast by myself in 2018. Uh, she was so helpful in helping me with the preview shows in basically doing the spreadsheets for me. Um, and so I just wanted to say thank you to her and uh, rest in peace. Uh, it's definitely a, a loss for our entire community. And I'm going to put a link to her GoFundMe uh, for the friends of hers that are handling all of the expenses. Uh, and if you, uh, if you feel uh, inclined uh, to contribute, uh, I think that would be really nice. And uh, so take a look at that down in the description. Uh, she was a wonderful, uh, wonderful person. And I was really grateful to get to know her. And uh, so don't mean to start on a sad note, but it's something I felt like we needed to say. So here we go. Now let's get into the episode. <laughs> uh, I am film critic Rachel Wagner, and I have special guests here today to talk about these fall harvest films. Uh, Carrie's here. Hey, how's it going? Yes, and uh, Laura and Ginny are here. Hey, guys. Yes, I hope you're all doing well. Are you enjoying fall as much as can be enjoyed during this crazy time? Yeah, we're in Oregon, so we're in the full swing of fall colors up here. It's yeah, it's, it's, it was slow to come, and after all the smoke cleared out, but it's beautiful right now. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. So glad. Yeah, you're having fun there with your, with your kitties there, uh, Carrie? Yeah, you know, we just did the apple orchard thing and the carving the pumpkin thing. And to be honest, I, I'm like, great, check done didn't <laughs> don't need to repeat that that is we are good and they were saying um oh we we don't do this very much and I'm like yeah I'm cleaning out this pumpkin you know like yeah because it's dirty and messy and oh I need it I need my childhood wonder again <laughs> you need it every year for, you need to take a year to kind of be motivated to then do it again <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, okay, I, I can pass on this now and wait until fall again. 2021. You mean your your pumpkin patch picking isn't like steeped in sepia tone and uh, in, ma in magic. Like in it's these not movies. as magical as I want it to be. Let's just put it that way. Very good. All right. Well, uh, all right. Well, let's dive in. We're gonna talk about these films and uh and what we thought of them. So we started out with the, on the 19th of September, we had Follow Me to Daisy Hills. And this stars Cindy Busby, Marshall Williams. And uh, it uh, is about the, the summary. And summary is, the story revolves around Joe and Blake. Joe realizes that her family-owned general store in Daisy Hills, built by her late mother, isn't doing great business. To save the store, her father, Duke, calls up for help. But the help is none other than Joe's ex-boyfriend, Blake, former Daisy Hills native turned New York business consultant. Initially, the two former lovers disagree and approach the situation differently. Joe thinks a personal touch is needed for a small town, while Blake is more concerned with how to make a profit. Eventually, they reach middle ground and soon find themselves falling back in love. But just as things start to look good... Blake is approached for his dream in job in New York City and uncertainty arises, making Joe and Blake contemplate their future. Yeah. So that's pretty, pretty intense there. <laughs> Exciting. Um, so Carrie, overall, what did you think of this, of this film? You know what? Overall, 
I was I was super excited to get into the fall movies and um this at every turn just kind of I knew what was coming but I liked it like I mm -hmm. liked how they did the friend to you know the second chance story again I liked how they did that I liked how she saved the store I thought it was a bit creative I mean there were some funny funny things in this movie <laughs> but I think overall Oh, overall, I yeah. it eked out a half a um, half a rating better than I anticipated. Uh huh. All right. Uh, what did you all think, uh, Ginny and Laura? Uh, I thought it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there were things I really liked. I really enjoy that Cindy Busby. I guess maybe by luck of her, you know being in uh, several acquisitions has kind of been the hallmark MVP of the COVID era. Mm -hmm. It just seems like we've gotten a new Cindy Busby. Uh, movie every few weeks and she you know was a trooper in this one as she always is um I myself was not that crazy about the store I love like the store in Christmas in Evergreen or in Christmas Town last year or you know the candy store and one we're going to discuss later but this one I was like I don't know if I actually think this is a store we're saving <laughs> well and and I it's funny you mentioned that because I said when I was watching it and, and Carrie can attest to this if, if this store had been a Christmas store, I would have been way more forgiving. <laughs> yep. I don't know. It's just like the magic of Christmas. But... We got into the store, the first panorama like, of the store, and I was like, there's nothing here. There's no. nothing in the store. What is this store? It and looked yeah. like a liquidation sale, and they kept being like, let's move the merchandise. It'll make it better. I'm like, you can see all of it the minute you walk in. It actually doesn't <laughs> matter where it is in the store. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the whole idea of a general store. I'm just like, is that a thing? Do they still exist? You know what? We They do exist because we have a lot of small towns around here, but mm -hmm. they're a little more like the Gilmore Girls like uh, store where you're going to have a few basic staples. This was like, do you like pasta sauce or do you like water? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was, it, but that just shows the budget was different. I felt like it'd be interesting to see maybe done differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what did you yeah, what did you think overall of the the movie? Um overall I, I have to say this is one where I watched it after I saw some feedback. Mm -hmm. So it it was better than I was expecting based on some of the feedback I was seeing. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, I felt like good elements were kind of fizzled out when there was just kind of things that didn't jive, mm -hmm. such as thinking they were brother and sister a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, 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 there were elements I liked. I loved like, that the sister's letter went viral. Um, I liked a yeah. few ways that things were handled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I thought this was terrible. I hated <laughs> this movie. I thought it was Might awful. Might have been your opinion I read. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it was my tweet. Sorry. Uh, but I didn't, I thought just the, just, I mean, I forgive a lot as a film critic. I forgive a lot with these movies uh, that I probably shouldn't, yeah. but uh, if it's got enough chemistry, enough, whatever, then I can forgive a lot of production problems, but this is pushing it. I thought the sound mixing was so bad. You could almost, even if they were inside, you could hear the road, you could hear the cars. Like it just sounded bad. And I, I thought that the lighting was so bad. I mean, yeah, I know they were trying to go for this like dewy kind of like sepia feel, but it looked it looked like the entire movie was a flashback. It did. <laughs> that is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Start to finish. And I just I thought that uh, the story was just not great. I didn't love the story. I thought the store wasn't magical enough. Again, if it had been Christmas, maybe I'd been more forgiving. Um, and uh, yeah, and then the chemistry, I didn't, like you said, they, they, they maybe felt more like brother and sister, mm -hmm. but this is now two times that I have really not liked a Marshall Williams movie. So I really did not like that Maze movie from <laughs> earlier this year. That was not for me. Um, and so now he's, he's, he's got two strikes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Marshall, you got to step it up. I honestly, I, I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote all this. I was so optimistic about this movie after watching it. I was like, this is going to be great. This is so great. And then like you said, Laura, the reviews that you've been reading afterwards you're like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that either and now i'm like 
wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, and I like tons of not great stuff. So I get it as far as like production design and all this stuff. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're charmed by the story, then you can forgive a lot. And I have. Um, so I don't apologize for that. I mean, if you, if you enjoyed it, that that's all that matters. Um, and I do like Cindy. Uh, so I don't want to be too hard on her, but uh, and obviously they have a way smaller budget for this kind of film than the typical Hallmark film, probably a third of the, but at least a third yeah, of the budget. Yeah um so <laughs> that's a big part of it but still it was just really bad and that the the chemistry was just not there between the two of them it'd be yeah, my opinion they tried i mean they really tried to kind of like remember this remember this about us remember this about us and um but you're right the present day chemistry it, it just didn't feel like they grew into that relationship at all they were holding on to what they had yeah what did you think of the strange drunken phone call aspect of the movie when she calls the university what i uh, what what did you think of that that was different I I liked it. Like I said, I really enjoyed the, the the sister going viral and all of that. But I felt like there could have been a lot of different ways that could have come about and that it didn't require a bottle of wine, per se, for it to happen. We've had tons of mistakes in the Hallmark world um, <laughs> that have just been sheer accidents. Right. So I I kind of felt like, all right, I don't know if this is being edgy or just being lazy. I couldn't quite tell. Yeah. Obviously, it's something that wouldn't be in a Hallmark produced um, film, you know, or a Hallmark original. And I think there have been a few other acquisitions this year that have things that I'm like, that never would have slid. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> yeah. I'm not offended. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wasn't offended. It was just random. It was very yeah. random. <laughs> Carrie, what do you think of that? Whole movie. I mean, I was like, oh, okay, oh, we got this, we got some beers, we got, okay, we got more beers, we got, and then I was like, well, she is really going for that, right? <laughs> All of a sudden, it's gone, and she, like, it's part of the story. I just thought that was so funny, you guys. I, <laughs> I do not expect it in my homework movies. I do not want it in my homework movies, but there it was. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so... Yes, I I have my ranking of Hallmark movies and there were 39 Hallmark movies, the least that I saw. I did not watch a couple. I didn't watch that Boyfriend's Dogs one oh. or whatever, Husband's. How to Train Your Husband? Yeah, I didn't watch that It had one. a lot in common with this one. <laughs> oh, no, I couldn't do it. Um, and anyway, so there were a few that I didn't watch, but uh, I have this at, at bottom last uh, last place 39 is my least favorite and i have amazing winter romance at 38 oh, so uh, marshall has some work to do <laughs> so you're basically gonna fall in love based on all the hallmark movies <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> that's true that's right um and yeah i'd give it like one one crown i really didn't like it it wasn't for me um but uh carrie what about you how many crowns out of five well, I, I predicted three and I'm sticking with three. I mean, there were things that I, that I enjoyed about it. And I was, you know, I, I yeah. wanted to go to Daisy Hills afterwards. I wanted to follow somebody there and <laughs> I was, I give it a three. Okay. I think that's great. Uh, and Ginny and Laura, what about you? I gave it a three too. I think I'm kind of grading, grading on a curve this year, you know, um, I'm cutting a little more slack to things like this film because mm -hmm. what else yeah. are we going to watch? I'm grateful they gave us new content. So I'll that's give it fair. a three. <laughs> I gave it two and a half. Okay. Oh, that's good. Then we have a uh, nine, uh, nine twenty six. We had falling for look lodge and this Clark Bacco, Jonathan Keltz. And uh, this is when activities director at Look Lodge quits. Lily seizes the opportunity for a promotion and must immediately entertain a wedding party while keeping her boss, who is also her sister, happy. Lily helps the bride's estranged brother, Noah, put his job aside to help plan the wedding and reconnect with his family. Uh, so, 
Carrie, what was your overall thoughts about this one? A disappointment. I really yeah. wanted I wanted to like this so bad. I, I just thought it looked super cute um, when the previews came out for it. Um, I, I didn't like it. I, I didn't want anything to happen that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, Jenny and Laura? Um, I, this was my least favorite of the bunch. I actually would rather go to Daisy Hills than uh, return to Look Lodge only because of what happened. I think, again, I liked the actors. I could see them in other things. Um, Jonathan would made a great prince in the past, but um, oh. it didn't... I, I just didn't like what was happening. I was frustrated. I felt bad for the lead character. And I just couldn't quite understand why everybody was doing what they were doing. Yeah, this is really bad. Um, it's slightly ahead of the, of a, it's, I think, a little bit better made than Daisy Hills. I didn't Definitely. have some of those production mm-hmm. problems. So I guess that's maybe why it's it's at 35, not that high. Um, but uh, but yeah, this I can't understand why this brother is expected to do all these things for this wedding. Agreed. It doesn't make any sense, especially if your like relationship isn't that good. Why are you expecting him to make all of these choices for your wedding? No, no. Agreed. If he were the maid of honor instead of her brother if he were her sister and were the maid of honor and these responsibilities had um been given to her the bride would have been painted as a bridezilla type you know it's just too demanding you know yeah it it doesn't make any sense and uh and I don't know, like it just made all the characters kind of unlikable. There was no chemistry between anybody at all. It was probably one of the worst kisses in in a Hallmark movie in a long time. Uh, at the end, I I thought they was just seemed like they were like rehearsing for a play or something. <laughs> it was not good, and uh, and so yeah. Uh, and and then her sister firing her for what? For being too attentive to the to family? Like, for doing too good a job? Yeah. It made no sense whatsoever. I felt so bad for Lily in this because she was actually a likable character and just having to work for her sister and then on top of solving this family's constant problems, like, they're demanding she spend her free time with them as well. <laughs> it just... It seemed like too much. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. The whole thing with the one kid, you know, I always am like, oh, that one kid. And why even have that kid? And honestly, they, they talked to her like she was stupid. And I was like, is she five or is she 11? And it just, it bothered me when she got lost. Remember that scene? She got lost. She was that present and they Mm -hmm. were like, okay. I don't even know. I can't even do it. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I did yeah. like the lodge. I did like the lodge. I was. I thought the lodge was pretty. The whole restaurant, air, bar area, whatever, was just really stunning. Like I thought, there were some nice things about it as far as watching it. My favorite part of the movie was the little side romance between the bartender and the other uh, <laughs> other lady. That was like a little bit fun. I thought. I thought that was really fun. I love mm-hmm. turtles. Um, yeah. And it was, it was really cute. So that was nice. Another thing that was great is um, the fall scenery. I feel like often we can tell something's been filmed in summer, like high summer where there's like <laughs> bright glaring sun. And I really liked that there was true fall leaves and scenery. So that's one benefit. Yeah. Um, so uh, I probably would give this one, two crowns out of five uh and so it's at number 35 in my ranking i have uh matching hearts at 34 and i have romance in the air at 36 so <laughs> nice <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah uh so carrie how many would you give it i give it two i would give it two only because i've never given one like a one and i just don't want to i don't know yeah. I give it two out of five. Okay. Uh, Ginny and Laura, what about you? I gave it 2.5. 
and again, it's because I was kind of looking at this group of films together and I felt like it was that much worse than Daisy Hill. <laughs> A half crown. Yeah. I, get, I gave it two. Okay, good. All right. Okay, so then we have Country at Heart, the long-awaited film that had been delayed twice, uh, much hyped. Uh, and uh, I guess we should, uh, I, I can read the so it's uh Niall Mater, Jesse Schramm, uh, written by Rick Garman. Uh and this is struggling Nashville musician Shayna is on the verge of giving up on her career and returns to her small town home when a chance encounter with prolific songwriter Grady changes everything. He's trying uh, writing a song for country music star Duke Sterling and Shayna seems like the perfect writing partner. The two grow closer and romance blooms as they work on their love song. But when Shannon meets Duke, who takes a liking to her and asks her to be his opening act, it undermines everything she and Grady created. And Shana feels forced to choose between love and possible stardom. So Ginny, why don't you start? Uh, what did you think uh, when you finally got to see this film? what do you think? <sighs> Well, I feel like there are so many mixed feelings on this, but for me, I loved this movie. Um, I, I think every once in a while, Hallmark does a movie that is like just like a little bit above Hallmark and a little bit close to like a feature rom-com. And I felt like this is the first one like that that we had seen in a long time. And mm -hmm. that if there weren't so many like Hallmark uh truisms in there that it could actually pass for for a feature release or at least something that's like on a major streaming network um as opposed to a hallmark movie yeah i could have seen this on like netflix mm -hmm. which are usually a, like a, a little bit of a step up as far as production values at least uh then hallmark i think they have a little bit more budget than hallmark uh, typically has um lara what do you think very similar. I really enjoyed it. I could, there's so much to say about how well done the singing was. It was authentic. The songs weren't bad. And um, the, the scenery felt, you know, very realistic. I know, especially after going from kind of the empty store front, moving into what felt like a true music festival, true, you know, uh, honky tonk bar. Yeah, yeah. And, and Duke was a true country star I mean I really felt that from him so overall I liked it it did feel a little like a pilot to me where I felt like the energy kind of crested and it's like almost felt like the ending was more of a cliffhanger than an ending yeah so I don't know if that means I, I didn't like it or if that means I want more <laughs> yeah it's not as much a romance as most Hallmark movies mm -hmm. it I mean it was it was pretty understated more about music and them writing which was kind of nice to have a break I mean I thought uh, and I don't know what do you think Carrie well you prepared me well for it because you had seen it and I you know I didn't know any of the drama with it last year so you filled me up on that and you said no not as much of a romance as yeah. it is other things. And that that helped me, actually. That helped me really appreciate it for what it was. But I did like the romance that was there. And um, I thought she was a great character. I really did. I, I thought she deserved everything she got. Um, all that attention and everything, finally. Um, it left, I thought, the same as you, uh, Laura, in that it left me, like, oh, wanting more. And it left me wanting Duke's story. I need Duke's story. Like, let him find his own hometown girl to mm -hmm. up Agreed. And I have an idea of who it should be, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I could totally see Autumn Reeser being Mrs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Duke. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I really I enjoyed it. I did get to watch it uh, a while back. I was able to find it on demand randomly this summer, and uh, and I enjoyed the music. Jesse Shrem, I think, is a good singer, uh, so I liked that. And uh, I I thought the uh, I thought Niall Mater did a good job. He's very charismatic. I thought uh, it was relatively believable that this could happen as far as songwriting and, and the club and everything felt relatively believable to me. Um, and I thought that, I thought the Duke was a little bit sometimes annoying and frustrating, but like part of that was purposeful because he's supposed to be kind of getting in the way. 
Um, so I don't know uh, about that, but I like Lucas Bryan. I think he's very uh, charming. Um, and uh, so overall, all the things that I kind of wanted it to be, I thought it was. Um, and uh, so I actually have it at number nine. Ooh, way there. Uh, in my ranking i have wedding every weekend at 10 and i have crossword mysteries abracadaver at number eight so <laughs> uh, but yeah i would give this one um four crowns i thought it was good i'd be interested to see a second one um carrie what about you yeah, I have 4.5 out of 5. I would, I really liked it. I would watch it again. And I would anticipate a second one. Yeah, I'd love it. Yeah. Uh, Jenny, what would you give it? I would have given it a 5, which I've never done before. But I docked it 0.25. So I'm giving it 4.75. Because the one thing that bothered me was I just didn't think that someone as passionate about her music career and such a go-getter as Sheena would leave the sound check because it was going too slow. I mean, that's mm. just part of her job. And it bugged right. me so much that 4.75. That's a good point. <laughs> nor, nor would he expect it as a sign of her devotion. Right. You know, he as a musician would respect that she needed to be there and would have come to her. Cause as far as I know, he had nothing else happening. Yeah. Right. So that's yes. true. So what would you give it, Laura? I give it four. Okay. Very good. All right. So then next we have Follow Your Heart. And this was actually on uh, Movies and Mysteries. And we did not preview this in our preview because I didn't know it existed. <laughs> Simple as that. I didn't know. Um, and it's kind of interesting because there is this sort of weird niche of Hallmark Amish movies. Like there's a bunch of them. Uh, when you start digging into it, we're like, oh, that's really random. Uh, but they're almost all good. <laughs> And I, I don't know if that's because I know so little about that faith when it comes down to it, that maybe, uh, I mean, and, and, and the Amish people are perfect people to make movies about because none of them are going to see the movie. Nobody's going <laughs> to comment about it. And so it's perfect. And that you say that because I was thinking, I wonder what they think about being portrayed in movies and stuff like this. And I thought that same thing. Well, I don't know if they're going to see it. Actually. No, no, they're not going to see it. And, uh, and so, uh, I, but that may be part of it. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, so this follow your heart, this stars Galadriel Steinman, uh, Kevin Joy, Jonathan Patrick Moore. And this was written and directed by Sandra L. Martin. And it's, uh, which have a short it's just Kathy Yoder is travel writer who has left her Amish ways behind. But when she returns home to settle her father's affairs, she's tempted to return to her former lifestyle. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, I, I don't really have any delusions that this is like an accurate depiction of Amish life and like that, the people would behave this way and that he would really give up his faith like that. I think that I, that's probably not going to happen, but as a piece of escapism, I really liked this movie. I thought it was really good. I liked this um, Galadriel Steinman. I thought she was excellent, and I would like to see her in more. I thought she was a very good actress. I've never she's new to me. I'd never seen her before, um, and I I thought it was really sweet, and uh, and I enjoyed it. Uh, so I don't know. What do you think, Laura, about this one? I felt very similar to you. I've watched some of the other Amish movies on Hallmark and they have more of a Hallmark Hall of Fame kind of slow burn, mm -hmm. old fashioned essence to them. So it was a nice change of pace. I missed some of that on there. Uh, it kind of fell apart at the end for me again, because I don't know if it honored either of their life choices and beliefs and felt kind of like a stretch but in the process of watching it I found it to be pretty beautiful I thought this it was shot well and she was very very engaging I'd love to see yeah. her more things but maybe not their top Amish movie which is weird to say <laughs> yeah. what did you think Jenny I think that they needed to market it more because I was not aware of this movie. <laughs> Therefore, unfortunately, did not watch it. I apologize. Okay. No, it's okay. It's all right. Uh, I, I, we didn't have it in the preview, so we didn't even know. So uh, I wasn't until a, a, a listener uh, informed us of it. And we're like, oh, thank you so much. Um, but uh, Carrie, did you get to see it? 
I did. I did. I saw it. And, um, you know, I like, I go through these phases of Amish phases where I like reading Amish fiction. <laughs> and, but I, I'm not like one to like, ooh, an Amish movie, you know? So this was, it was good. I thought it was super ironic though, this whole follow your heart title, because that is like the Amish are all about duty and, you know, like their community is <laughs> all about like honoring the church and each other and things like that. So it's opposite of follow your heart. And so I was actually kind of relieved to see him. Okay. If they're going to make, if they're going to make them a couple at the end, that was the way to do it. I thought that, that, yeah, I mean, they either have to have her becoming Amish, which you, I feel like it, it is hard sell to modern audience, to non-Amish audiences. That's a hard sell. Yeah. Plus, like, you can't just all of a sudden have faith just because you're in love. Like, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. And uh, and so that's awkward. Um, and so then you have to have him leaving or you have to have them amicably parting ways and, you know, in a touching way, which could have worked. Um, but that's why I would say this is kind of, I would say this is sort of romantic escapism. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, that part of it, I, I don't think it's realistic uh, as little as I know about the Amish. I still, being from a, 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 a fairly um, devout faith myself, uh, I just can't imagine that, uh, and they're even more so uh, in that way, uh, that I can't imagine that that would, you know, that, and that everybody would be like, Oh, we're so happy for you. No, no way. Um, but I still liked it. I really did. Um, and I did laugh that everybody in this movie is so excited to publish poetry. Never was there more excitement. Publishing poetry. Yeah. I mean, they just can't wait for him. Good. <laughs> and so if only that was uh real and that there was such a fervor for poetry in the publishing community <laughs> like every publisher's website right now is like do not send your memoir do not send poetry yeah, so right. it's just <laughs> not happening and it's not enough to leave your faith over <laughs> the poetry that will sell to two people yeah but right. and i did i thought the best line of the movie for me was when he said but i would know when she said you know, we don't have to tell anybody. They're not going to know that you published it. I thought that was such a beautiful testament to his mm -hmm. faith. But then, you know, three weeks later, he left and they're really happy and we're all good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's true. Um, a very honorable hero, though. I really like, you know, the time she tried to hold his hand at the lake and um, kind of revisit their romance here and um, or their childhood romance. And he was like, whoa, what are you doing? You know, like I, I really respected that, actually. Mm -hmm. I was like, mm -hmm. yeah what is she doing? <laughs> they, they have questions to answer. Because yeah. honestly, like the experience of leaving faith is like, is pretty traumatic. So it would be, uh, at least for everybody I've ever known who's experienced it, um, it would be pretty traumatic, even if you were doing it for love. Yeah. I don't know. But I still like the movie. Uh, but um, Laura, what did you, how many crowns did you give it? Um, I, I give it three. It's kind of its own category. So uh, for what mm -hmm. it was, I thought it was a solid three. And uh, what do you think, uh, Carrie? I'm with Laura, a three. So I I actually, I have it at number six in my ranking. Wow. I really liked it. Uh, and so. you do have to kind of turn off your brain. I hate that phrase, but you do kind of have to for it. Um, but yeah, I have midway. Uh, to love at five which that movie was way better than had any right to be and then i have um picture perfect mysteries dead over diamonds at seven yeah. you've yeah. got those mysteries ranked high this year i know it's pretty yeah i know i i have aurora tea garden at 11 i have this this latest picture perfect at 12 so i'm yeah very high very high on the mysteries this year um anyway i don't know i would i think i would also give it a four uh i really enjoyed it and i especially loved her i thought she was great so use her more hallmark she was really good um okay so then we have my best friend's bouquet and this uh was starring Chaley rose and nathan witty and jamie calica and this is a long summary 
It's Josie Hughes is a hopeless romantic who believes in the kind of romance in black and white movies where the leading lady finds her one true love and gets swept off her feet. She also believes the wedding bouquet always finds its way into the right person when tossed by the bride, as proven time and again at weddings dating back to her childhood. But single Josie ends up with the bouquet at her friend Emma's wedding instead of their not single friend Athena. And fears she wrecked her chance of getting engaged. But when Josie begins dating an eligible bachelor, Will, after meeting at the reception, much to the dismay of her longtime friend Alex, who has secretly held a torch for her since college, she decides the bouquet is responsible for the budding romance and begins to think that Will is the one. As Josie clings to the notion that the bouquet is always right, She's missing the real world signs that her perfect match is someone else who's been right in front of her all along. Whew, that was a lot. So Carrie, what did you think overall of this film? Overall, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. I really did. I think that there were some really hokey elements of it, like that magical bouquet and stuff, but fun. That was so fun. Why, you know, why not? Um, I liked the two of them together as friends and I, I could see, I believed it. I don't know. I just thought it was really, really good. I liked the mm -hmm. friend group, everything. It was really fun to me. What did you think of it, Ginny? I liked it. I mean, I thought it was a, you know, serviceable Hallmark movie. Um, and there were parts of it that were a little slow for me, but I really loved that. Um, I believe his name's Alex admits to another character up front that he likes her. So we know that going in and we're on his team and we want to see that work out. And I just think uh, Chaley Rose, she's so good at, um, you know, what really great Hallmark stars do, which is take, you know, dialogue that said by someone else might be a little bland or mediocre and putting some personality in it. And I just want to say, we know she can sing because her Christmas movie last year was a a musical movie so she's my vote for duke sterling's uh <laughs> oh, yeah, interest in the sequel <laughs> that, that's good yeah. that's good pick good pick yeah that's, that's what, awesome what did you think laura i i, I really liked it it was probably it, it wasn't my favorite from a critical perspective but it was the one when i was watching it i was engaged i was laughing i mean pause everything to give kudos to Hallmark for their efforts in diversity. I just, I just love the cast. It wasn't tokenism in any way. It was great. And Chaley's energy was just quirky. It was almost sitcom girl energy. And we don't always see that. And I found that to be interesting. I wish the magic bouquet had been either more magic or less of a magic <laughs> hotline because that's where at pieces, the writing for me kind of fell apart here and there where I didn't quite follow what was happening or what was the consequence of this bouquet. Was it real? Was it imagined? So I wish it either gone one way or the other. Yeah. I think we're pretty similar on this one. I mean, I, I overall liked it. I was hoping I would love it. I didn't mm -hmm. love it. Um, I, I felt like, I don't know, the chemistry wasn't quite as good as I was hoping it would be. Maybe my expectations were too high. But um, but I still, overall, I thought the ensemble nature of it was a lot of fun. And I really like it when Hallmark does these sort of ensemble, uh, like they did with Wedding Every Weekend or The Sweetest Heart is one of my favorites, where you have these different couples and you're kind of following the different couples. And and uh, I thought that, uh, that Athena was a little... A little much sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. Um, I and I a couple. <laughs> yeah, Rebecca Olson. Yeah, I mean, she did a good job with what she was given, but just the way it was written, her character yeah. was kind of a lot. And and uh, and then I love Casey Manderson, but I kind of wish they'd given him a little <laughs> bit more to do, been a little more funny because he can be super funny. Um, they were both. They were my least favorite. <laughs> I was just like, uh, um. But, uh, and I liked it, there, it was hard for me because there was a side of me that likes, liked Jamie Calica Will better with her than, uh, than Alex. I mean, I love both Nathan and Jamie. We had them both on the podcast. They're both great actors, really fun people. Um, but just as far as chemistry and everything, I kind of liked 
<laughs> I kind of liked Jamie and Shaylee together and I'd, I'd love them to be in a movie together. Um, yeah, the curse of the bouquet, I guess, I don't know. I was maybe hoping that it would, I don't know, just be a little more fun, a little more, a little more whimsical than it was. It was just kind of, it was just kind of like her being a crazy person <laughs> instead of like it being magic. I don't know. Um, but it was, I, I to me, it was, is just like a serviceable, as you said, a serviceable mid tier, a Hallmark movie. And I, w- I was hoping I would love it, but, um, I have, uh, it at number 19, right in the middle. I have nature of love at 20 and I have mystery 101 and education in murder at 18. So, <laughs> um, I would probably give it um, 2.75 crowns. Uh, Carrie, what about you? Well, I'm higher than that. I would give it a four. I mean, mm. I, I, maybe I didn't go into the, it with the expectation. Yeah. I did. So um, I just I just found myself really enjoying it. I thought it had some really funny and relatable lines in this movie that just had me laughing out loud. And I was like surprised by my own reaction. Anyway, I thought it was yeah. great at four. I think that's great. I think that's wonderful. Uh, Jenny, what about you? I, I had 3.5. <laughs> Mm, very good. Laura? And I had 3.75, so I, I really enjoyed it. Okay, good. I'd take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast there, the good folks over at Mod Cloth. And at Mod Cloth, we make getting dressed fun. Back to being independently owned, we're all about perfect fits for everybody. Unique, mood-boosting prints, vintage-inspired, versatile styles that make you look good, but more importantly, feel good. Find your joy at Mod Cloth. And one of the things that impressed me the most about Mod Cloth is they really do have something for everyone. They have every size you could imagine, uh, and they have every style. Uh, everybody's going to be able to find a print that they like and a style that they like. And it's cool because you can have a unique look. And there's so many different times when you want to stand out, but you don't want it to be bizarre or strange. And this is a, I think mod cloth is a great way to do so, to have a fun, uh, sometimes festive inspired print. Right now they have the, the Halloween inspired prints. Uh, they have all different styles and you can have your own unique look without looking ridiculous. And in fact, you are going to be uh, a standout wherever you go in the mod cloth designs and looks. I was definitely looking at getting a new winter coat because they had some really, really cute styles. And so definitely you want to check it out. So to get 20% off your purchase of $75 or more, including sale items, go to modcloth.com. That's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and enter code Hallmarkies at checkout. This promo code cannot be combined with other offers. That's once again, go to modcloth.com, M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com, enter code Hallmarkies. Then we had Sweet Autumn, which is the last one. And this one uh, stars Nikki DeLoach, Andrew Walker, and it is uh, Maggie, a successful entrepreneur, returns home for a will reading and discovers she's inherited half of her aunt's famed maple candy business. What she doesn't understand is why Aunt D's maple supplier Dex inherited the other half. Her return also coincides with the town's Sweet Autumn Fest, and through a series of letters, Aunt D left Maggie and Dex search for the reasons behind her aunt's final wishes. As she and Dex grow closer, Maggie must decide if the life she built is the one she wants. So (laughs) this one, I'll start on this one. Uh, This is very classic. If you wanted to just uh <laughs> get everything set up boom home run i feel like everything in here from nikki deloach andrew walker it's a save the save the star it's got the busybody matchmaker from beyond the grave it's got <laughs> uh lots of gratuitous candy making and candy uh <laughs> things it's got all the elements for a hallmark movie and overall i really enjoyed it i thought it was fun and I, I just all of these letters. I mean, boy, Aunt D, 
she's something else uh and i mean that's isn't that everybody's dream to manipulate <laughs> your loved ones after you've left i don't know i think most of us um but uh but yeah i mean the whole idea this kind of is similar to the candy cane uh movie which andrew walker was also in um and that uh you know the idea of of uh expanding and growing the business is 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 really tough for them to take and handle and i mean i guess at least they didn't save the day with like new flavors <laughs> we're gonna it's revolutionary like the candy cane uh they did movie. discuss them <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and they had that uh festival which considering covid i thought was actually pretty like they did a pretty good job i think with this fall festival thing and I thought they, I mean, I just love them together. They have really nice chemistry and I've had a bunch of Andrew Walker movies that I haven't loved as much. Um, so I was excited to see one that I enjoyed and uh, that I, I he kind of had that quarantine scruff going on, which I enjoyed. And uh, so, yeah, I liked him in that leather jacket. <laughs> uh, he was very attractive <laughs> so i have great reasons for loving this movie it's really really deep uh but <laughs> laura what did you think of it i i feel similar to you i feel like this would be the perfect film to introduce someone to hallmark i think it did with fall what they do with christmas so well um the scenery the vibes it was on point it was probably the best fall movie we're discussing. Like it could be up there with October Kiss, Pumpkin Pie Wars. And at the same time, there's such a fanverse now, like universe of people have seen so many that I think for those who've been in it for the long haul might have a little fatigue on the elements, even though they worked well together here. Yeah. So from a writer perspective, we're always balancing the good tropes, the bad tropes, the overdone, the fresh. And it, it was great. And at the same time, it's like the fourth time Nikki's done some of these very plot lines. Um, yeah, it's true. I mean, it, it, that is a tough thing that like how, because literally Nikki Deloach has done a movie where there's a busybody matchmaker from beyond the grave that gives her half of the bakery. She's already made a movie about that. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but what's that? Poor girl can't get a full inheritance. I know. <laughs> before i'm like catch a break <laughs> um yeah and then she also had the busybody matchmaker uh with reunited at christmas um with her, her grandma um and two total devs she had a similar thing <laughs> yeah that's right so. people love to kind of give her money it's not like um i mean property it's not like uh, laces bear she just gets the property all <laughs> outright yeah well like in, except in the all of my heart yeah oh yeah in, in Mimi, yeah she only got half there that's true but in the africa movie she got the yes. whole the whole thing um yeah uh that's true it's a really interesting point that you bring up because i think that my best friend's bouquet really tried to do something different which we like and i enjoyed it i think i maybe i'll give it three Maybe that was maybe 2.75 is a little low. I'll give it three, but, um, but I didn't quite nail it. I don't think, but I tried it and I appreciate that. Um, whereas sweet autumn is your base hit, your reliable, your, you know, proven formula. And if you're making a, I guess they, they actually took a Chris, this was a Christmas movie and they turned it into a fall movie, which I think you can totally tell that if this had been, a, yeah. a candy a christmas candy store it, it just kind of makes a little more sense i feel like there's more candy i don't know then uh, i mean people do have maple maple candy businesses i guess but but anyway i but yeah i feel like you can tell that this was originally a christmas movie and they they, they converted it pretty quickly over to fall movie um but i enjoyed it like i like i said i could handle andrew walker in that jacket all day um that was that was one of my favorite parts um but um but yeah uh let's see here what else do i have this one but two things one thing after all of this time and all of these hallmark hallmark movies that i love you guys that betrayal took me by surprise <laughs> i totally forgot about this jonathan guy and then he <laughs> I was like, oh. 
myself laughing because I was like, well, they got me. I can't even believe they got me on the betrayal. That's so funny. So that was that cracked me up. And second thing, um, it was the best. That was just the best kiss I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Around the campfire. That was adorable. I loved that. That I'm glad you brought that up. Pretty early mid-movie kiss. That was nice. That was really good. Uh, So, yeah, I would give this one um, 3.75 rounds. And I have it actually at 13. Um, I have Picture Perfect Mysteries, Exit Stage Death at 12. And I have Love Under the Olive Tree at 14. Mm. Yeah, I'm one of the only people who enjoyed that film, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Uh, but uh but jenny where would you what would you give it i give it a four okay good and laura uh i gave it a 3.5 okay good carrie what about you i'm a solid four okay yeah. good all right so yeah so i would rank these movies follow your heart was my favorite and then country at heart then sweet autumn and then my best friend's bouquet and then falling for Look Lodge, and then follow me to Daisy Hills. So there we go. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. I really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun to get to talk with uh, talk with you guys, talk about these movies, and uh, I'm excited to be diving into Christmas now. This is it. This is the end of the non Christmas movies. This is uh, well. We actually, I take that back. We will be having some kind of coverage of the two mystery movies uh, coming up. Uh, We'll be figuring that out. But so Jenny and Laura, how can people follow you? Um, They can find us on Twitter. We're at Sanders sisters. We write sweet seasonal TV movies. And if you'd like to read one, reach out to us. Yeah. Make sure to check that out and Carrie, how can people find you? Yeah. Find me on Instagram at Hallmark comics. That's Hallmark underscore comics. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. And uh, make sure you're following the podcast on Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast all over social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really need those reviews, especially during the holidays. They get people to find the podcast. It really helps us so much. If you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which is so much fun. And uh, we're going to be trying to do more behind the scenes, uh, watch alongs and different fun things going on. We have Uh, Coming up this weekend, this Saturday, for patrons, we have our watch-along of Christmas Pen Pals, one of my all-time favorites, uh, with writer Carly Smale is going to be there. And we have amazing watch-alongs planned through the end of the year. So please check out the Patreon. It's only $2 a month to join. It's really cheap. Uh, So check that out in the description section. We also have our merch store, which has tons of festive designs. So please check that out. And we have more, much more coming. And thanks again, you guys. I really appreciate it. And we will talk to you all soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.